0: You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to just come to y'all with the real. So I don't have a super extra explanation of a verse or anything like that. I just want to come on and share the real with y'all. Hopefully, give you some tips and tricks on how we can talk to God when we don't feel like talking to God. Because listen, I listen. <laughs> Over, like, the past, I don't know, it was a couple days. It was a couple days last week when I was not feeling it, okay? The big homie guy didn't have nothing for him. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to talk about it. And I didn't feel like myself. I didn't want to talk to me. I didn't want to talk to my friends. I didn't want to do anything. And in that space, I knew... I still needed to create space for God. I knew I still had, I had the Power Cafe writing workshop. First one, September went down yesterday. So shout out to everybody who bought a ticket yesterday. Super appreciative for you. And then also had some peeps purchase a ticket already for October and November. So shout out to y'all. You can still get your ticket at powerpros.com. So be sure that you register for the Power Cafe writing workshops. They are powerful, and they help for these moments, right? And so I'm able to share the real. like Because it's an intimate setting, because I can like get questions and things from you guys, it makes it a space where we can communicate and be real and authentic with each other back and forth and share our struggles, what we need. And we were able to pray together last night. So thank you again to everybody who has purchased a ticket. And even if you haven't, just for supporting the show, as always, love y'all. Cool kids are the best. So in my time of not wanting to talk to God, there were a few things that I did that actually helps me get on the right track, even when I felt like I was on the wrong track. And I think that it's important to share that because if y'all listen to me, if you know me, then I feel like it's easy to think that somebody's good all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like You get their IG, their TikToks, you get their voice listening to their podcast, whatever the thing may be. And that's all that you have presented to you, right? And so, unless you go deeper, or unless they reveal something else, you don't really know if there's more happening beneath the surface. And so, I never, ever, ever do this. But on the Power and Pros Instagram story, I actually shared. I was like, I'm not feeling it today. And then I shared some writing prompts that I did. It is on my Instagram. I share any writing prompt, any writing prompts that I do. I try to share those with you guys so that way you can be on this journey with me you can use them in your writing time and in your writing practice and it allows space for you to catch up to yourself most of the time when we have these feelings this overwhelming sense or when we kind of go into that mute moment when we don't want to share anything where our feelings are feeling one thing and we feel them but we have yet to articulate or we don't know what to do with them even if we can't articulate and so there were a couple of things that I did that I want to share with y'all that helped me to get on the right track and be able to record this episode. So how to talk to God when you don't feel like it. Number one, silence is goaded. If I don't feel like talking to God, not all the time, but this past week, I didn't. I'm gonna be real with you. I did it. Physically opening my mouth, I did it. And what was freeing to me which is crazy. I did not expect this to happen. I know some people are like, oh, you would not, I don't know. I don't know if you would find a pastor saying this, but this is what I have found is that when you don't have the words, you don't need them. God can change your heart right where you are without you having to do anything. That's how big he is. He don't depend on you to do anything. If you think about the sun and how the sun come up every day, God does not ring up your personal phone and be like, hey, I'm thinking the sun should come up at X time tomorrow. You good with that? He just does it because he's that big. You know what I mean? And so God doesn't need you to change you because he made you. So if you don't have the words to say, I would rather not say anything than be, black saying some blasphemous stuff on God's name for calling him out of his character and how he operates for saying he's not there when he is it's like I had my feelings on one side and what I know on the other side this past week and so I felt alone but I know God was with me so instead of saying hey God you left me I just didn't say anything I'm okay well if you with me be with me in this silence and so without even noticing it, you're inviting God in. You're recognizing how big he is. You're affirming his character. You're affirming how he is in your life. And you don't have to rain down the heavens with some crazy prayer and be on your knees all day and all night for that to happen. It's great when we have those connected moments with God in that way, when we usher in the Holy Spirit in that way. But God don't need you to do him. He gonna do him, period. So if you can't sing, don't. And honestly, you don't even have to turn on a worship song. There were some days I did and some days that I didn't. But I feel you can play any song. You can set up um, certain environments as long as you're intentional. So there are moments when I would play a certain song and the song is speaking for me. Okay, so if somebody's talking about they're upset about something, they're lonely about something, I'm playing that, and it's not on some straight like emo sat in my room, you know what I mean, not coming out for weeks at a time, having babe type moment, but it was just I'm gonna let this tell you what's going on, and because I believe that you're sitting here with me right now, even though I'm not talking to you, I'm intentional about what how I'm expressing. Myself in this moment, and it doesn't have to be physically through my mouth. And that was my authentic self at that time is that I cannot speak to you right now. And that's real. God can honor that. He understands what you're going through, and that these moments happen. So, number one, silence is golden. God is with you in the silence, He's not intimidated by the silence, and He actually doesn't need us to say anything to activate the God in him. He's God, period. However, of course, there's power in prose, child. <laughs> and it's great when we can't have those moments, but when you don't feel like it, it doesn't make you further from God. There are so many times when I feel that we're taught about the distance that can be created between you and God, and it really, really, really... Our time is that you lean into that because, it's okay, well, if you far anyway, then I might as well. I, I don't know. You're so far that I don't even know how to begin to bring you close. God can be close to you without you having to do too much. And that's the dope part about following him. That is why he is the one that we go to in all things because he doesn't depend on the things that we depend on as humans in the earth for him to do what he needs to do. So silence is golden. Number two, protect your peace. And you're gonna, if you at this moment when you don't feel like talking to God, you likely feel like you don't got a lot of peace left. You might not feel like you have peace at all. Think about peace that you had in previous seasons. Think about the peace that you want to have in the future once you get over this hump. Protect that, do the work now to protect the peace that you want in the future. If you have peace in the past, what can you do now to protect that? To make that mustard seed a piece that you might feel is left. Is your piece hanging on by thread? How can you water it and make it grow in this moment? And part of doing that, when you aren't talking to God, it gets real attractive to talk to everybody else about everything, to bear it all out. And what I had to do was get really, 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 really intentional on who I was talking to. I couldn't just let anybody speak to me in this moment. Because if I'm not speaking to the source... I can't really clarify if you're a good resource right now. I got to get the main instruction before you can confirm the instruction. You know what I'm saying? When you talk to people, when you listen to certain things, when you watch certain YouTube videos, all of that, it's depositing something and it's either going to confirm or it's going to regress a previous word that you received. But if you aren't receiving a word, if you forgot a word, if you're not going to God with your words, then those things, you're still taking in the same information, but you don't know how to filter it out. And so you want to protect your peace in these moments. God gives peace and he'll give it without you having to talk to him because that's what he does. His character don't change. He don't depend on us, right? And so in these moments, it's okay, but protect your peace. You can't just let anybody talk to you and you have to be intentional on who's your confidant in these times. You want people that can lead you back to God. And if you don't have that, I'm telling y'all, you can always, always, always hit me up. Okay. I'm here for y'all. We're in this thing together. But even being intentional about your space, that's actually the next thing. Set a space, no matter how small for God to speak to you. That space could be, if you call ex-homegirl, you know she going to encourage some shenanigans. Maybe you don't call her. And that's you processing your peace today. That's you saying, okay, God, well, if you're going to speak to me, and I know you're not going to speak to me through that person, okay? I'm trying. I'm doing, my, I'm doing my part. I'm doing what I can. I'm doing what I can allow today, right here, right now. What can you do? Can you meet me right here? And he'll recognize that. God knows our heart posture he knows those small things that seem small to everybody else. But for you, that was a giant. It took it took a, so much momentum for you to not call that person at that time, right? It took so much momentum for you not to listen to Exxon. Maybe you do turn on a little worship jam. Maybe it's one. One day, one day this past week, I gave God one. I said, so the thing is, I'm going to listen to this Drake, like that's happening. I'm listening to this Drake. There's um this song by Cleo Cleo Soul? Is that her name? Um, it was a song by her. Yeah, Cleo Soul. It was a song by her. And actually, when I was listening to Cleo, it literally had a song. It's called Know That You Are Loved. And it literally says, know that you are loved even if you don't love yourself. And I was thinking about how upset I was. And I'm like, okay, who loves me right now? Who is here for me right now? Who is whatever? I was just like, was spiraling, right? And this is not a Christian song by by like categories, categorization on Apple, but it was, it was ministering to me. And I think that's what's so great. When you set a space, And you can be authentic, bring the real you, tell God where you at and be like, hey, bro, you got one song. I told God you got one song. I'm going to play this one song while I'm in the shower. And the rest of my playlist today is what I want to listen to because I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't want to do that. But I was intentional about what I was playing and how I was showing up and even intentional about saying that, telling God where I'm at he now understands, okay, I got to do a little bit more work with Des today because she really not feeling it. She really, she's really not, her posture is not exactly where I want it to be. So I got to do a bit more molding with her in this area or in this space at this time. And he's big enough where he'll do that for us. He's big enough where he cares to get with us in those moments, in those dark times and be the light when we can't be the light for ourselves. God is literally the God unto our feet. And when you look at previous times that you had to set an atmosphere, previous times when you had this moment and how he showed up, you'll think about it. It'll just naturally come because that's what our brain does. It thinks about previous moments. It's always, always taking in information and trying to figure out how can we navigate this, right? And so as you're in this, I don't want to talk moment, as you're in this, this sucks moment, You'll think about the last time something sucks and how you got through. And that little bitty memory starts to seep in hope into the current situation. And so that's what I mean when I say that if you don't feel like talking to God, you don't have to do what you think you would have to do. You don't have to go ham and on 10 and try to be Christian of the year to get the spark back. God can sit with you in that space if you run from him he will find you okay and he will speak to you in a way that is unique to you it could be you opening your bible it could not it could be you talking to somebody And bearing it out. I had a therapy session during this time. So that was great. I was able to chat with my therapist. Let her know what my tea was. And she was able to give me some tips. That my friends wouldn't have given me. But let's say you're not in therapy. God can speak to you. Through TV. Okay. Through your Instagram feed. All of it. He will find you. For you. It could be this episode right now. But you don't have to do what you think you have to do to get God to do what he does. It's what he does. And he enjoys communicating with us. He enjoys walking with us on our journey. No matter what piece of the journey that we're on. Whether it's a high moment or a low moment. Walking with us is what he does. That's the great invitation. The great invitation is that we walk together that's what it is that's the great invitation is that the world is gonna do what the world gonna do but if you walk with me it's gonna turn out for you the end is gonna look a little bit different that's the whole gospel is that you walk with God and then walking with God when you walk with people there are some moments when you were friends right and you don't want to talk the whole time. It's like, girl, let's just enjoy the lunch. Let's enjoy each other company. I don't feel like talking right now. And you don't have to, right? When you get comfortable, you don't always feel that pressure to have to speak, to have to have the most wittiest thing to say, to be the funniest or loudest in the room. That same thing applies in our relationship with God. Amen. It applies in our relationship with God. We don't have to know exactly what to say. We don't have to be the next youth pastor of twenty twenty one. Okay? We don't have to be shouting down from the heavens on what on on the next thing and, and prophesying and all that. We don't have to do all of that. We don't have to do that at all. We can be our authentic selves even in our low moments and there's power found in that because when you can be real with you when you can be real with god he can be his real self he can do what he does and it further affirms your faith it further affirms it and so am um, this past weekend Again, I didn't feel like doing anything. I like went and got my nails and my I got a mani petty. I got my lashes done. I ran some errands. I got some groceries. Like, you know what I mean? I was just trying. I'm just trying to get through the days when I got my mani petty. I was trying to do something to make myself just get back to feeling good. You know what I mean? And I think those things are important too. So all those wellness things, though your self care practices, leaning into those guys in that. Okay, God God made our nails. He cares about them. Go get them polished, girl. Like, you know what I mean? Have those moments that you can lean into. And think about him. It happens. I really feel like he shows up even when we feel like he doesn't show up. And that's what's so dope. So I did all that. I went to the liquor store, got me some wine. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have me a glass of rosé. Because summer is officially over. But I'm going to ride out summer. Have me some rosé. And... This is what I'm doing, and that's what I did. I scrolled on social media for a little while. Like I just leaned into it. I did, and I think that you have to be real with where you're at. When we try to brush past it and just be fixed and everything's all good, we don't feel it, and then that that can affect our faith too. Because we're wondering where you at. Because I did the Christianese thing that I was supposed to do. I did the thing that everybody else says that you're supposed to do. I did the thing, and I don't feel. The thing, I don't feel better. You have to honor where you are, but respect where you're trying to go. And so, as you honor where you are, you recognize, hey, I don't feel X right now. Hey, I wish X thing turned out differently. But when you respect where you're trying to go, you still don't completely wild out. You can still be intentional, you can still um, keep certain things in mind on how you want to move forward. Because you have forward in mind. And so I had my little why I did whatever. And then Sunday, I still was like, okay, I need to watch church. I didn't feel like waking up and watching the first service. I always watch the first service of church literally all the time. And this Sunday, I did not. I was like, okay, and I didn't even catch the second service, but they did a live stream. and They put it on YouTube immediately, so I watched it on YouTube when I felt ready, and I did not take notes this Sunday, y'all, and let me tell you, that is not your girl. I take notes each and every Sunday, <laughs> and my notebook and my phone didn't take notes, and you don't have to. I really, I'm trying to hone in on this, like, God honors. When you create that little window, he gonna step in. You crack the door a little bit, he going to come in that thing. So the fact that I even mustered up enough to turn church on, he knows where I was at on Sunday and he honors that. And I was honoring where I was in the moment, but also respecting where I wanted to be. And so I pushed through whatever pushing through looks like for you. You want to quit your job, but you also still need that last little that last little project if you finish that last little thing that'll help you get where you're going that's honoring where you're at but respecting where you're trying to go respecting where you're trying to go and when you hold on to that the holy spirit can do work without you having to go into overdrive to do it if you don't feel like you have it the work can be done on your behalf The Holy Spirit ministers on our behalf all the time. That's what he does. And so you don't have to do what you think you have to do to get what you need to get to go where you're trying to go. And so I watched service and after that, I finally was like, okay, maybe I should write something. Maybe, just maybe, I don't have the words to articulate what I'm trying to say, but I think I can figure something out if I write something. And so I set a space in my room and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I actually did my prompts that I wrote um, and shared on Instagram and TikTok. And it was so, (laughs) it was so interesting how I started writing and how I ended writing. And some of the questions were, difficult. There were things that I didn't want to answer, but it worked out. It worked out and I was able to get what I needed through a process that I didn't think was going to be the way that I would get what I needed. And after writing, I felt like I had more clarity. I felt more hope. I understood what I was supposed to do next. So I don't have like, My next 10 years planned out because I wrote one time on Sunday, but I could even finish Sunday. I finished Sunday differently, which helped me get ready for Monday. And my Monday looked different because of this one hour that I wrote on Sunday. It literally changed how I finished my weekend and how I started off my week. And so... The power tool this week is to write. I'm going to share my prompts that I shared. If you follow me on social, if you already seen them. But if you haven't written to them, I would 100% say to try it out. Even if you take one question and answer it, it can change everything. It can change this moment. And it doesn't have to be what you think you have to write or what you think you have to say. Honor where you are. Honor exactly where you are. And so I'm just going to run through these and then we can hop off and I wish you guys a great week. I actually do a little prayer actually this um, episode before we dip out. First question, what is my wildest dream? How does it make me feel? Do I feel it would ever come true? And in this space, I was able to look beyond where I was into the future on what I want to happen, right? But that question, how does it make me feel? That's me honoring where I am today, right now. Do I feel it will ever come true? If the answer is no, it's no. And I could talk about why it's not. And if it is, I could talk about it is gonna happen, but I don't feel good about it happening right now. It, it just creates a space for you to look beyond the moment, but to honor the moment at the same time. And that is what's so beautiful about this piece of prompting that I shared recently. The next questions are, if I were to personify my current emotions, they would be X. And I, (laughs) it was so funny when I was writing, I actually chose a stomach. I was like, if I could personify my emotions, it would be a stomach because sometimes I feel super full and, and just beautiful, right? When you have eaten a good meal, you feel good. But when you hungry, starved, that don't feel good. And you be irritated and mad. You be sad. You don't even know what you want. You just want to eat something. And I was like, those are my emotions. That, that's how I would describe them these past couple of days. when I If I'm full, I'm full. And when I ain't, I very much so ain't. And even that, being able to say that and not be like, oh, well, my emotions are like the dove of the, that touched Jesus' show. Like, You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be all that. What is it? Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. What do you feel? And let's explore it. Let's talk about it. And so if you had to personify your emotions, they would be blank. What haven't you done yet and why? That was good. Because I actually didn't do a big oh, I didn't do this yet for PMP or oh, I didn't do this yet in my career. I wrote down stuff I wanted to do that day. I wrote down that I hadn't washed the dishes yet. And once I that question is able to unclutter your mind, when your brain is racing, when you're not talking to God, when you're trying to gain clarity, when you're trying to figure things out, it's overwhelming. And then there's your day-to-day task, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. There are things that you, that adds onto your plate of these larger things, these large purpose things that you're thinking about. And so all that together makes you scroll on TikTok for hours. Like that's what happened to me. I was like, I don't feel like taking a shower. I don't feel like washing these dishes. I don't feel like talking to God. I don't feel like recording for the show. I don't feel like doing anything. And so all of that compounded together, I just wanted to tap out. I didn't do anything. And that was Saturday. I mean, I ran my little errands or whatever, but I didn't do the things I deemed productive, quote unquote, on Saturday. And so when I was writing on Sunday and it was like, what haven't you done yet and why? I was like, well, I haven't done dishes yet. And being able to write down these things that were cluttering me and then the why on why I hadn't done them it was, I actually began to see a framework and I was able to map out what I should do next. So the very next thing I did was take a shower and then I washed the dishes. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I could do this. And then I also could do that. And then I need to write this down. I was able to, then it was a flow. You want to kick off, you only need that one thing to activate your faith. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, You can tell mountains to move. So the mountains that I had before I started writing, I was able to move on them because of that one thing. And the last question that I was including in this set of prompts is this fall, I want to explore blank. Putting this fall, I want to explore blank was nice because again, it goes back to the future. And so what you haven't you done yet and why was rooted in the current moment or the past. If you're looking at what haven't you done, then it was kind of a feeling that it should have been done already, right? And so being able to look beyond that and say, this fall, I wanna do this one thing. Even if it's one thing, you wanna go to one place, you want to talk to X person more, all of those things, it allows you to be able to respect the future again. And as you think about the future, maybe you want to invite God into that moment or you get an idea of something else you should do and it sparks hope it activates your faith and when your faith is activated of course you want to talk to God because he is the giver of our faith he's the reason that we have our faith right and so there's power in not talking To God because you get creative in the ways that you find him and he gets creative in the ways that he finds you and so I hope that these writing prompts are helpful I hope this whole episode is helpful and that you know that you're not alone if you don't feel like you are Christian of the year you don't gotta be so take that pressure off I ain't either so I want y'all to know that It's not an isolated incident. You're not the only person that experiences what you feel. If you feel that you are set back, that you have to start over, that people don't get it, and that you're the only one that gets it, and there's so much that you have to do, I am telling you, honor where you are. It's okay. God honors where you are. He made where you are. He's orchestrated this moment, but respect where you're trying to go. Be intentional about it. Don't for, Don't lose sight of it. Don't lose sight of it. No matter how you feel. I've said in the episodes past, I have to remind myself, your feelings can come along for the ride, but they cannot drive. Our hearts are deceitful. They will guide us wrong a lot of the time because we don't know everything and our feelings will make it seem like we do and we don't. So, Please, please, please be encouraged in that way. But know that your journey is your journey. God will speak to you in unique ways. And each time, make sure that you write down when you do have those moments. Oh my gosh, that's the last thing. Um, My confirmation journal, I whipped that thing out and I haven't whipped it out in a minute. If if you haven't been listening um, for a while, my confirmation journal is just a journal when God confirms something or if I have a moment and I get a revelation, if in one day somebody says something like, oh, you're going, I don't know, host writing workshops. And then I'm like, I think I'm going to host writer workshops. And then i watch a sermon and it's like, yeah, you've been stalling them. Start that workshop. You should do it. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't heard this like three times. I'll write it down. And then when I look back and I'm nervous because I'm about to have my first workshop of 2021 or whatever. And I look back at my confirmation journal. It's like, nope, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Remember you heard that that time, then you heard it that time, and then your friend said it that time. Like you you get the confirmation that God is speaking to you. So even when you don't feel like talking, you have this record of times when you and God, you feel like y'all was on the same page, y'all was copacetic and you can go back to that and that gives you faith for your current season. So I looked back at that too when I didn't feel like talking and that helped me. A lot. So if you don't have a confirmation journal, get a confirmation posted, something, a confirmation, in your notes app in your phone, something, a space where you can go back and look at the times when you, you felt at your best, when you felt you had clarity, when you felt that things were going according to the plan and purpose that God has for you. And so, um, Yeah, I wanted to share that I read that as well, and that helped. And so I hope that this was helpful to y'all. Please be encouraged. You are not alone. We're all in this thing together. And the walk ain't easy, but as we pick up tips, tricks, tools, and routines, habits, patterns that are aligned with and in the will of God, we are able to come out At our best, no matter how we feel, no matter what odds are stacked against us, because God is going to do what he do regardless. So I'm going to say a quick prayer to pray us out. (sighs) Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for every person listening, every person that's made it to the end of this episode. And that you are you I thank you for each characteristic that you have that you're gentle that you're all knowing that you're almighty that you're all powerful that you're loving at all times that you see us at all times that you go before us and you're with us at the same time I thank you that you're good no matter what you can't not be good and I thank you for that that you don't change And I thank you that you are always, always, always changing us. You're doing a work in us, whether we feel the work, whether we see the work, whether other people affirm the work that you've done, you're always working. You never stop working. You're a way maker, a miracle worker. You're a promise keeper and a light in the darkness. And if we can be honest, we feel dark sometimes. If we can be honest, everything don't be kosher all the time. Everything don't feel good all the time. Things don't pan out how we want them to all the time. You piss us off sometimes. We piss ourselves off sometimes. We feel behind. We don't feel like we can go forward. And we hate feeling stuck. There are moments we feel alone. That is your fault that we're alone. That we don't want to follow you. That we don't want to talk to you. There are so many emotions. That we can feel so many dark places that our mind can take us. And I thank you that you honor all of it. That you see us in all of it. That you don't abandon us in any of it. I thank you for that. And I declare it to be true in the name of Jesus. I ask Father God, I ask Holy Spirit to come in. Have your way with me. Have your way with every listener of power and prose. Every person under the side of my voice right here and right now, I thank you that you have the permission to come in and do what you need to do. Perform the surgery that you need to perform. That if we're in the fire, we invite you to stand in the fire with us and that we come out on the other side unburned. We don't smell of smoke and that our faith has been tested and proven. You are that you are. You are the great Lord. And we ask to see the proof. (laughs) We want to see it. In the moments like this, times like this, we don't see it. We don't feel it. And so I'm asking and begging you to come in. Reveal yourself again to your children. We need reminders so often. We need reminders so often. And I thank you that you don't get tired of giving them to us. So remind us who you are. Show yourself unto us. Confirm and reaffirm the characteristics you have that are in us. Remind us that we're winners. Remind us that the other side, we know how it turns out, even when we don't know how it turns out, because you give us the victory. You give us the glory. Everything that we touch will be good because you're in us and you're good. I pray for an activation of faith right here and right now in Jesus' name. Every place in us, every thought that we have, every word that we speak, every feeling, emotion that we have. I pray that it is surrendered unto you. And that because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you can come in and do what you need to do without us having to touch anything. Right here, right now, even listening to this message might be all that we can muster up, but it's all that we need. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. And this is our our faith today. And so I ask you, Lord, to come in. Move mountains on our behalf. Speak to us in ways only you can. Remind us who you've called us to be. And usher us forward. I thank you. We give you all the praise. All the glory. All the honor for being who you are. Allowing us to be all authentic selves. Where we are today. But reminding us. By this very prayer. That there is more. And much better to come. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Have a great week, cool kids. If you need anything, additional prayer, one-on-one, more prompts, a writing session, anything, hit your girl up. You can always, always, always email me, powerandpros@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Check out the website, powerandpros.com. And you can sign up for our October writing workshop and the November writing workshop if you want to write together. Of course, I'll continue to share on the show, but it is just so beautiful when you're able to connect with other people, gain strategies, tips and tricks, how other people attack prompts and what they're going through and share that. And so be sure that you sign up for the workshops. Can't wait to see you there. Have a great week. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose. Bye.